I will happily sit in a boardroom and if they've got an idea, I will happily go, okay, I can see where you're coming from. But actually my professional opinion is this to not, you know, not doubt your creativity and your experience and communicating that and setting the right expectations is probably the biggest thing you can do. The goal isn't to live forever. The goal is to create something that will. Welcome to Perspective, a podcast for wedding craves, where we sit down often with a special guest and talk about our many years of experience in the wedding industry so you can learn from us and to help grow your wedding business. We know a lot of you wedding suppliers out there are struggling at the moment with this worldwide hit to the wedding industry. So in this time of uncertainty, we've invited Steve and Jennifer of Unique Visuals on today's episode of the podcast to talk to us about how to move from shooting weddings over to commercial work. We'll get to know Steve and Jennifer and talk about their journey that took them into weddings and then what led them to extend their business as Be Inspired Media. If you've considered reaching out into the commercial world for continued work, then this episode will be for you as we discuss some of the ways in which you can broaden your commercial horizons. This episode is, of course, sponsored by Wajak, but I will get onto that a little bit later in the show. However, Greg, what are we eating? Oh, you finished your bun. What are we drinking on today's episode? Yeah, I did just eat a cinnamon bun for breakfast. <laughs> yes. Uh, we are drinking some Hard Lines coffee on the Chemex. It's a... Timor Leste Parmi. Parmi. I've not heard of this area for coffee before. Timor Leste. I think it's a really small island. It's very chocolatey. But this is Hardlines is one of the brands I had when we were recording at home. Oh, right. With the yeah, cool branding. Yeah. So mm-hmm, brought mm-hmm. that one in for you to see. Very cool. Can you just confirm the there is there a, does it have notes in there? Black tea, honey, and lemon. Wow. So nothing to do with chocolate because I'm getting so much chocolate in this. Oh well, never mind. <laughs> And we are joined today by Steve and Jennifer. Hi, guys. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, we're good, thank you. How are you guys doing? We are very good today, now that we've got coffee and had breakfast. (laughs) Are you guys (laughs) drinking anything in particular over there? Um, I'm a little bit boring, so I'm not really into hot drinks. um, He's a weirdo. Yeah, so I'm just kind of, um, (laughs) I'm just having some water today. I'm being really good. I've been, I stopped all caffeine, so I'm on a decaf tea. With oat mm-hmm. milk, so not anything, any, not anything special, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Is that a recent thing, cutting out caffeine? Um, it, it got to probably um, about a month ago, and no, maybe like six weeks ago j- during lockdown, and I was like, I've overindulged big time. So <laughs> I was like, that's it, all sugar, all caffeine, clean eating, let's go. So we had a bit of a bad weekend, didn't we? Because it was our wedding anniversary, so we went away for the night that's not how to describe your anniversary (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we uh we've overindulged on nice food and drink and whatever else so yeah so back on it today so Mm. boring boring decaf tea oh i think you're allowed to overindulge on your anniversary absolutely absolutely and congratulations guys how how, how many years is this five years five five years good going yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's gone so quick hasn't it yeah (laughs) Well, we were together for a long time before we got married, so mm-hmm. you know it's it's we try we try and celebrate, don't we, every yeah, year? But yeah. it's deep in wedding season usually, so we never really get a chance to. So yeah, so yeah, 
Well, that must be quite nice to have at least this time of being quiet for that reason. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Did you did you guys fun. have a did you guys have a wedding video and obviously <laughs> a photographer and and all that jazz? Yeah, we did. Yeah. 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 Yep. We, we got married in Italy, so we flew everyone out. So. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Where about? Um, Lake Orta, which is um, in the Lake District of Italy, but it's a very tiny, mm. tiny lake that hardly anyone has heard of. Even when you go to get to Milan Airport, the taxi drivers are like, where? <laughs> um, which is, was uh, quite annoying for some of the guests because, you know. Yes, it's a very little place, isn't it? It's, yeah. um, we actually discovered it by somebody who just told us about it on the phone and we looked it up and was like, actually, that's really nice. So we did, we went over there and we just fell in love with the place, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, it's really, it's very, like, very authentic it's mm-hmm. we originally were looking at lake garda or como oh, yeah. and then mm-hmm. just went from there really so yeah it was good good little find yeah that's cool um so for the our listeners out there who maybe haven't heard who you guys are yet you are filmmakers yeah so how does a, a a filmmaker go and choose their wedding filmmaker um well it was five years ago and yeah i just i just really liked the person's f- films at the time and um and that was it, really, wasn't it? It yeah, was that was that decision was Steve's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that was kind of left to me. Um, the photography side, we actually picked two friends of ours, didn't we? That we've worked with quite a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we gave them the option because we like we knew we'd want them to be part of our day, and they're really good friends of ours in the industry. And we said, like, we know what it's like. like we, you guys, probably get a time when your friends or family want to rope you in and not actually being able to enjoy the wedding day. <laughs> but they were like, no, like they were like, no, no, we really want to do it. So that was really nice to have them there. But we made sure, you know, that our suppliers, they like sat down and ate with us and made sure they had a good drink and whatever else. Yeah, it was quite casual, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really casual Mm -hmm. day. So we just made sure that they had fun as well rather than busy working in hot weather or God knows how many hours. So, yeah. Yeah. And did you watch your film back? Um, So I was actually editing it. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We actually got somebody to film it and, um, I'm actually be left to edit it. So, um, okay. it took me a little while to get around to actually yeah. editing it. Um, yeah. but no one's actually seen it yet apart from us two. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I just think for me, I, I, I find it like, I find, I hate seeing myself on camera anyway. So, and I'm really fussy. So I, I just find it really cringy. Like that's yeah. just me. I find it cringy because it's, I'm watching me. Whereas obviously everyone else, I know when it's everyone else, they don't see it that way. But Yeah. I think to be honest yeah. with you, I think it was a bit of a mistake um, saying that we're going to edit it ourselves because it's really difficult to edit your own speech and, you know, your own personal vows and, yep. and, and things like that. So um, yeah, maybe we should have Lesson got, learned. Yeah, but lesson the thing learned, is, I suppose yeah. when you're planning, I don't know, it was just, it feels very different. Like if we, well, we will renew our vows. <laughs> yeah. just because time moves on you look at the pictures and you think oh i won't wear that again so <laughs> my excuse to have another have another party so yeah i think no, we'd approach it uh, we, yeah, well yeah. actually my, it again. my my wife and i actually this is our 10 years uh anniversary this year uh, in november and we were supposed oh, to wow. be doing uh the vows again um probably somewhere like glencoe or somewhere in and get the guys to 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 film it but i don't know i don't i don't know i don't i don't don't want to be on film at the moment because i'm all disheveled and and (laughs) 
Put, no, put on um, some quarantine um, weight. Yeah, that's that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You've got um, to November. You've got plenty of time. Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> that is true. There's no excuse. Like, I'm on your work side. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you were just saying earlier how much you're enjoying your exercise bike while you play your computer games. Oh, that's true. Keep doing that. That, that. That is true, Greg. Oh, yeah. well, okay. Well, maybe I will. Maybe it'll, go- it'll be good to have a goal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Steve, I don't know if you remember this, but we actually met in uh, uh, Rotterdam? Rotterdam, yeah. Yeah, of course Of course, of course. Of course I'm you guys. It, it turns out that we've been uh, speaking to you know a fair few people that we met at that workshop. Yeah. But yeah. Jennifer, I'm, I'm afraid we haven't met face-to-face. No, we haven't. Which makes me really mm. sad. That's all right. We'll go, we'll go out and get drunk or something i'm more of the laid back type of type of person jen's the more kind of you know outgoing party, party animal <laughs> okay okay <laughs> i like the sound of that but we're all right um, something is fine <laughs> <laughs> obviously our listeners will know that um we did a talk about elopements yeah, uh, as part of uh, the UK videographers uh, Facebook group, which is a, a private group for um, for filmmakers, uh, and we talked about elements. But you guys actually um, did a talk as well. Yeah, uh, about moving your work to commercial. Yeah, what better time than now to talk a little bit more about this because this might be uh, an appropriate step for people to take who you know maybe primarily just shot weddings. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely want to get to know you guys a little bit more before we get onto that. Okay. So should we move on, Greg? Mm-hmm. Push the button, my friend. <laughs> All right, Stephen Jennifer, one of the questions that I love to ask our guests, in your own words, who are you? And what do you do? Okay, oh, do you want me to go first? Go um, So kind of personality-wise, I'm, I'm pretty laid-back um, type of person. I can be quite quiet sometimes until I get a few drinks inside me. Maybe I might change a little bit, but um, <laughs> yeah, quite laid-back. Um, but on a wedding day, I'm actually quite the opposite. So I'm kind of that kind of person that gets to the wedding venue you know, two hours before I'm supposed to and, you know, kind of just in case. Um, and I suppose what I do really is just, yeah, so just filming and, and editing. Yeah, filmmaker. Yeah, basically. Yeah, um, and that, that's all I really do. Yeah. So Jen's more the kind of the client facing and in, in that kind of area, aren't you? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I, well, I don't know what what side we're talking of, but wedding side of things. Um, I'm Steve's second shooter, um, and photographer. I do the photography. I have photography clients. Um, and in regards to like the unique visuals part of the side of things, I sort of manage all the. <sighs> clients and the bookings and the admin and the marketing and the accounts brand Mm -hmm. and everything else um and yeah but then obviously the commercial side of things i'm the commercial um, creative director so i will be doing all different kinds of things from whatever whatever's going on at that moment in time um so i because we are still a small agency it's very much I'm still quite hands-on with everything. Mm-hmm. But we do, in the commercial side of thing. it films like video, photography, branding, websites, PR, marketing, consultation, like 
loads of things really so social media management so yeah and like steve said earlier i'm the loud annoying one <laughs> i don't think he said annoying did he use that word i can't remember <laughs> It sounds like you're 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 slightly more organised than Steve. Would I be right in saying that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I, I probably would have missed a few weddings if it wasn't for Jen. To be honest with you, so yeah. <laughs> I keep the ship going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, including well, house and two kids too you know <laughs> oh I have two kids as well yes um so yeah well how, how did you guys meet obviously you you've got a family mm-hmm. how, how did you guys meet how, how did all that start let's get personal um, so we actually worked together at pizza hut um so i was where, where, i was at college you were having a year off you were in yeah, so I was, here, yeah, you? before university um and where we live in chelmsford everyone sort of knows everyone anyway it's one of those towns so sort right. of already knew a bit of each other but then they start, started working and it just sort of went there really so that was i was 17 so we've been together 16 years yeah, so I, uh, so basically Jen was a waitress and I was a, de- a delivery driver. And whenever I used to come back from a delivery, I'd have like a, an ice cream waiting for me oh, or shut up. some chicken wings or, or half a pizza or something like that. So I was like, oh, this is a, this, this is a bit weird. Every time I come back, she, she gives me food. Um, so, um, yeah, so I thought, oh, maybe she likes me. <laughs> Yeah. No, man, my, a man's heart yeah. stomach yeah, yeah no, so yeah 100%. we just we were like sort of friends for a bit and then just went from there really and then yeah we, we moved in didn't we a couple of years later and yeah Steve went to uni I knew I <clears throat> definitely didn't want to go to uni so I was I think one day I just come to you stay at your uni and just never went back yeah um and then <laughs> just went from there really so um yeah so like yeah that was 16 years later two kids wow two businesses awesome <laughs> Yeah. 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 So, so when, when did the wedding stuff come along then? Let's sort of talk about wedding films first. Okay, yeah. So when did you get into the wedding industry? Okay, so um, with me, um, so when I went to university, I did um, a degree in, in like film and studies and production. And um, it was about, I don't know, about two weeks before I was about to leave at the end, I actually just got a random phone call um, from a wedding videographer who was um, local to us in Essex. Um, and I'm uh, just saying, um, I was at a wedding last week and a friend of yours, um, was there and, um, I was talk. I got talking to him and said, I need, I need some help. Um, I'm really busy. I've got a big backlog. And one of my friends actually said to him, oh, I know somebody at university that's studying that one of my friends. So he actually right. gave him my number. Um, so I got this phone call and literally, uh, I don't know, three or four days later, I was out filming my first wedding with him as a second shooter. Um, so it literally, with weddings, it just kind of landed, you know, just got a phone call out, yeah, landed on my lap. Yeah, he's got a phone call out of blue. And um, I ended up becoming his editor and I edited for him for about two years, maybe. Yeah, about about, about two years. And then I started becoming um, like a a solo shooter for him as well. Um, And then it got to a point where, I actually wanted to try something different. So I ended up um, going into like, the corporate filming world for a few years. Um, and um, the place where I was at, I actually really enjoyed, but it, the travel was was a nightmare, wasn't it? It was yeah. taking me like two hours each way to get there and back. So Oof, at, yeah, at the time I was just like, oh, actually, I remember that I've, you know, I really enjoyed doing weddings, so I really want to get back into it. So um, I used that job to get the equipment. 
And then we'd started up unique visuals, didn't we? And we ended up doing one of my school friend's weddings for free. And then one of Jen's cousin's weddings for free. Um, And then we went to... um, Wedding show. Wedding show, yeah. And then we ended up booking like 20 weddings for the year afterwards. And and that's that's kind of where it started. It was about seven, eight years ago. No. Mm -hmm. Oh, how... I was pregnant, so yeah, about seven nine years, years, nine, nine years yeah, ago, yeah, nine years ago. yeah. So and then from then on, yeah, we and then Jen joined maybe two years later. It's actually five years in a month's time, and I know that from my Facebook time hop. That <laughs> oh, I, uh, yeah. I just, it's like I'm leaving my job to be full time with unique visuals, you know, the cringy statuses that you see on time hop um, that you put up years ago. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I worked in the city. I worked in marketing. I was a marketing manager and we accidentally um, fell pregnant with our first child. So we sort of went with it. I went back to work after a year of being off. But I think what happened, that was Steve's first year. So of doing the wedding films and because I was around, you know, newborn babies and up to 12 months don't really do much. So I could like help a lot with the branding and everything else that we've touched on before and dealing with the clients and stuff and I think we just got to a stage where we were so that kicked off so quickly that when I went back to work full-time something had to give and I was like actually I'm traveling I'm not seeing a little girl and then that's when we just said one day didn't we like let's just try it let's just 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 quit and let's see what happens so but I I didn't go out to be because you used to have like freelancers and stuff yeah. like second shoots used to help you i never hadn't even touched a camera before right. um, okay and i think it was, someone couldn't make it or something didn't and you yeah. just said you're just gonna have to come and help me um <laughs> and i was like okay and then it just went from there and it ended up being i'd come and second shoot and then all of a sudden i was thrown into like oh this is how you shoot a green prep go do it <laughs> um and it honestly just went from there and then the photography side of unique visuals, I always said that I would like wouldn't do it. I was like, no, no, like we concentrate on the filming. But we just kept because of the commercial work, we kept getting a lot of people, didn't we? Say like, I really like your style, and in the end, I just thought, okay. So you know, but we tried to keep that to yeah. a minimum, really. Um, but yeah, that's sort of how it started. So five years ago, I joined officially. So very cool, very cool. After so, you did your your first wedding fair, pregnant. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I was quite fat as well. <laughs> 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 Man, yeah, wedding fairs are, are are not the easiest place to be pregnant. I have to say. So um, yeah, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, we've only done. Two ever we've, we've done, done we done one after that and it was absolute horror story. So after that we just oh. decided never to do it again. Yeah, we 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 don't really do wedding fairs either. To when be. you start out, you feel like that's where you yeah. kind of have to go. Yeah. Maybe not nowadays, but back yeah. when we were both starting, you felt like wedding fairs were where you went to market. But nowadays, it's probably anyone starting would know to start with online marketing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. We, we tried a few wedding fairs at the start and. Didn't really suit us. No, no, didn't like it. <laughs> Although we did, we found one that was, you know, it was um, back in the old days. It was the Glasgow Wedding Collective. Now it's just the Wedding Collective. Yeah, um, and it was kind of, it was, it was quite a vibrant place actually for creative wedding suppliers. Yeah, so that one was actually quite good. But yeah, the rest were scary. Yeah, <laughs> it was scary. It was scary to go into not being a wedding supplier. Like I remember when I got married ten years ago, I, got, I went to the big one, which was in the SECC, 
which is um, uh, uh, honestly just too many people just pushing leaflets on you and ah, yeah, it was just too much. Well, I remember um, making copies of DVDs to hand out to people for our first yeah. one. Yeah, oh, at, at that at that time, I don't well, I don't think anyone was actually putting their videos online to share with people. So it was kind of the only way, really, for us at that time to kind of get our, our work out there. But mm. um, as I said, I, I I hated it. I'm, I, I was uncomfortable with it. And and the second time we went, it was actually it snowed, didn't it? Do you remember, Dan? Yeah, and um, on the way of taking my TV into the um, <laughs> <laughs> into the place I, I dropped it in the snow and it wouldn't work um, oh, no. oh yeah so I spent the whole day trying to speak to people about actually showing them <laughs> any of the work that was on the screen <laughs> you live in there but sadly it was only about four people that turned yeah, up and one of them was our friends as well for support so yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh man yeah so after that well, it was, but yeah. to be fair the first one you know we got what yeah. 20 weddings from it we yeah. were like what we did never thought we'd get 20 weddings from that. So yeah. it yeah, that's itself awesome. and it gave us a, a year of yeah. portfolio work, which obviously when we yeah, it's a good now, kick start. It, it's laughable. Yeah, but I think, <laughs> yeah. I think now I think it's a lot easier, isn't it? Just putting your work out there and, you know, there's so many platforms now that you can mm. share your work and get yeah. work rather than having to, to go to wedding fairs. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to say, Steve, um, I sympathize with you because I, uh, I had to go to a wedding fair myself one year. It was the, the wedding creative one, the wedding collective one, sorry. And uh, I took the iMac <laughs> and uh, while packing into the van, I think some, well, I, I don't know if I did it or someone else did it, but the iMac that we were just about to sell uh, yeah. I smashed the screen off. And oh, no. still have well, it. I got that in the commercial sheet the other, well, other month. It's fine. Oh, it's there. horrible when it happens, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm quite clumsy with equipment. Um, yep. Yeah, I've had a few <laughs> a few horror stories with, with dropping <laughs> stuff. And uh, yeah, I've, I've had a wedding before where we shot the whole wedding and we did a sparkler exit. And I'm speaking to the couple and I had the camera on a glide cam. And I'm um, like, yeah, it's been a great day. You know, all the kind of stuff you say at the end can't wait to see it and then the camera just slid off off of the glide cam onto the concrete <laughs> oh. floor and just oh, basically God. just smashed everywhere and you could just tell the couple's face were like oh my god uh, like, our wedding, <laughs> wedding videos on there <laughs> so I'm picking it up and I'm just like oh no it's okay you know it'll be fine don't worry and it was about three hours away wasn't it yeah. the, the venue and I remember mm. just driving back for three hours just thinking in a mood yeah in a mood thinking oh I hope these SD cards play <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, luckily it was fine, but yeah, I've got a habit of dropping equipment unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, it's easily done. What can I say? Yeah, yeah. Well, so obviously you mentioned Jennifer that you you joined Steve for some weddings. I I want to talk quickly about how you approach shooting a wedding then. Are you normally two person or are you um, well, it, it depends really. So um, I, as Jen touched on uh, a minute ago, we do actually have a package where it's um, a, like a joint video and, and photography package. Um, oh, okay. So when that's the case, but we are quite specific with that. So it has to be like under a certain amount of people. It's um, a small wedding or the same venue. Yeah, just to kind of, you know, make it easier for ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. So last year we had um, quite a few weddings that actually had that option, especially like the destination weddings. That, that kind of took it up. Um, so that would be the case of obviously me just filming and Jen doing the, and doing the photos. Um, but if we're if we're just filming, then nine times out of ten, you'll come along, won't you? Yeah. 
Um, even if it's just a case of like, Jen, do you mind just helping me out for the, you know, up until the ceremony or something like that? Even if they've booked us, if they've booked like a single mm-hmm. person package, um, but I know that it's going to be really difficult because the church is far away or anything like that, then Jen will just come along and, and yeah, help we out just for a little bit. Yeah, we judge it really. Um, I've got to a stage now where if they've got multiple venues, I'm like, it's both us or no one. Like, if they want to save the money, then go. <laughs> I'm a bit cutthroat. <laughs> I'm like, no, like, you need two people because I just think wedding days are stressful and as it is like you don't need yeah. to be worrying about being the only person i mean the film and photo package works good because it's my equipment and i have my cameras attached to me i can go and put a third angle somewhere yeah. where i can go and mic up you know whoever needs micing up because oh, yeah. it's my equipment and i know how to do it and steve obviously trusts mm-hmm. me too so yep. it, that's why it works quite well when yeah we so, do that. so jen will check like the second angle or unmanned cameras so and things like front, that yeah. yeah and stuff so yeah it, it it does work um for that reason it's easier like i think but when it's you know a couple who want just steve only like that package and they've got you know three different venues i'll just straight away go no like this is the package you need and if you don't want that to pay that price then like no basically because it's just too stressful it's not you know it's not worth worrying about it yeah i mean uh, for us we we've got a a single shooter next year as well and we're just used to always shooting together yeah so i i have to kind of get out my head that i'm trying to recreate the kind of films that we normally shoot yeah because i'll just be a one person on the day yeah. so to be yeah. honest with you, it's, a, it's just an interesting mindset that you need to kind of change like expectations of the client mm-hmm. you know if yes. they are so really determined that they just want steve or like i'm i'm already booked up for something commercially and i don't i know i don't need steve there and i'll say well steve's only available blah, 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 and then i will sit down and have a conversation and tell them this is the difference this is what you know, this is what it's going to be like. And then obviously it's totally up to him. And then I'll send them an example of one where it was maybe just Steve on his own and sort of explain the difference. Because if I just feel like if you're open and honest and you set their expectations from the start, then the, you're not going to get anything come back on you, yeah. you know, d- further down the line. So, And to be honest with you, um, like once the film's edited, there's not actually that much difference, really. Um, mm, you know, yeah. I usually, if they're getting like ready in the same venue, I'll try and cover both preps. But if not, then it's just really the green prep that's missing. Yeah. Really, isn't Which it? Most kind of... grooms don't want to be filmed anyway. It's <laughs> normally surprised. Oh, I really want to see what he's doing in the morning. Like, no, you don't. Groom preps are <laughs> if you're If you're not filming groom prep, do you sometimes try and get a few minutes with him when he arrives at the venue? Yeah. To so do anything to make up for that? Um, not really, to be honest with you. Kind of, I try not to kind of set up too much, really, of the, on a day. Um, yeah. So I would just make sure that um, that the bride gets ready in enough time so that I can get to the venue um, and actually just get shots of him, obviously, greeting guests, yeah. Um, yeah. shots of him waiting at the bottom of the aisle, those kind of shots, really, rather than kind of having shots, you know, him with the guys or, or whatever. Um mm. Yeah, I, I, for me, kind of the style that I, that, that I do is really just to kind of just keep it as untouched as, as possible. Um, mm-hmm. We did do yeah. a couple shots and things like that, but um, yeah, I, yeah, that's, that's just the kind of how I shoot really. I just kind of like to be in the background with stuff. So yeah, so I'll just get shots of him waiting for the bride and and, and hanging about and greeting guests and things like that. I, fi- I find those are more fun anyway. Yeah. There's a little yeah. bit more uh, room to move around for the guys and... And for you as a shooter, and then just having, you know, 
it's it's not very often that the groom gets to interact with some of the guests. Yeah. You know, because they're so busy and and you know it is a busy day. So that that actually that element could be quite nice to make a film. So yeah, yeah I, 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 I don't know about you guys, but you know when we got married, it kind of changed my perspective a little bit about wedding films. And I remember kind of waiting for Jen to row up on her boat. And um, I was what? What? Jen arrived on a boat. Yeah, there's. All right, okay. no, that wasn't me. You make it sound like I'm being a diva. Um, the, I just when, had this <laughs> image of you actually rowing the boat. It was basically, no, that yeah. definitely didn't happen. <laughs> I had an argument with my dad on the boat because he was annoying me. And the <laughs> but no, the um, the boat. The I will have to send you a picture so you can visualize it. But the aisle. Um, from where we got married, like was directly onto the lake. So they row oh, you in a yeah. boat, like a gondoli style boat. They yes. row you on a boat to the top of the aisle. So it. then people mm-hmm. watch you come emerge from the lake. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so, um, I, was, I was, I was, I was late. <laughs> I, I was so nervous. I was like really, really nervous. I didn't realize, you know, how nervous I would actually be. And I, I couldn't imagine that at a time, you know, the videographer coming over to me saying, oh, you know, do you want to do some stuff or, you know, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I just kind of was just so nervous. What I would have done would have been awful anyway. So after that, you know, changed I, yeah, changed my, uh, yeah, my perspective a little bit. Yeah. yeah. No, um, yeah, I, I totally understand that. Um, we're, we're actually quite, we're similar. We, we don't really do anything until like the couple shoot, which is yeah. usually, you know, during the sunset or, uh, during drinks reception, yeah. if the photographer takes them away, even during that, it's like really relaxed. Did you say it's like yeah. just yeah. send them for a walk and just yeah. capture what they're doing on the walk rather than directing anything? Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Us, yeah. Uh, with you guys um, having different packages, what is it that you actually create for your couples then? Yeah, so we have obviously like a um, like a trailer option, which is obviously what's on our website, like a highlights uh-huh. film. Um, yep. so that's usually about a three to five minutes really yeah. um, okay. and then they've got the option to have um, an Instagram video as well um, but the way I actually edit my trailers I kind of start off with like a mini video at the beginning of the trailer if that makes sense so it's like an own little story at the mi- at the beginning um, uh-huh. so you know if I've just thought actually I'll just put it on Instagram I usually just kind of grab the first minute and pull it on an Instagram and it's, a, it's its own little kind of intro story yeah. if that makes yeah. sense um, yeah, 100%. So, yeah, so they can get that as well. But our films, so if I shoot by myself, we usually kind of say about 15 minutes yeah. um, okay. for the, the full film. Um, but when we do it together, they usually, um, we say usually about 18 minutes. Yeah. Um, but they do usually kind of turn out roughly about the same. Um, there's not really too much difference. Um, mainly kind of Jen's role on a day really is just kind of make sure, you know, the second cameras are rolling and, and micing everyone up and, and, and obviously green mm-hmm. prep. So there's a lot of time there's not really too much difference to be honest with you. Um, and then obviously we give them the option to have the ceremony and speeches as well in full um, yep. kind of like rough edits of those. Um, as add-ons. And, and that's about- yeah, so... Um, yeah, cool. I, no, included? No, they're included, yeah. they're included. Yeah, we keep with this about whether it should be... Yeah, we change our mind all the time yeah, with this. Yeah, but I think because yeah. Steve multi-cams them, so it makes it easier for, to lift the ceremony part up, don't you? Like the veil yeah. part out. It's like yep. kind of done already, so do you just mm-hmm. let them have it? Like, I don't it's like, yeah, we chat, We're constantly battling with that, whether yeah. we should have it as an extra or not. Um, but I suppose, mm. really, we should look at the stats yeah. on the, the plays and see how many people actually watch them. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
that probably makes that probably makes more sense, really. But yeah, yeah. Um, and that's about it, really, isn't it? Yeah, and I mean the Instagram mm-hmm. edit's been quite popular this year. Well, the ones that have all postponed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's I think people because where people are using Instagram a lot more, they want they want that version, which has yeah. been a good add-on. We um, find with the sermon and speeches edits, we have them as add-ons. Yeah, and we find that most people add the speeches. But only a few are bothered about adding the ceremony on. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't seem to be as popular, but they're always like, we want to see this person's speech in full. Yeah. So we find that's more popular than the ceremony. Mm. Well, I suppose with the ceremony, because you, you probably have most of the vows and, and stuff in, within the films anyway, don't you? So that's, exactly, that's yeah. probably the most important part, isn't it? Whereas with the speech, it's a bit more personal because they're people that they know. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I can see why that's more popular. Mm. Yeah. So you sort of you hinted at how you sort of put a wedding film together yeah. there in your package. What what is your approach to creating a wedding film then? Um, so my approach, um, well, our approach is um, is to kind of film the day. So um, when we when we arrive, um, we we obviously like to work with kind of like natural light and, and things like that, don't we? So mm-hmm. um, we kind of go into the into the room and just make sure that the light's nice and that they're placed in the right position. But then we just let them crack on. Um, but it's kind of just to find what we the essence of the day really that's kind of my challenge so I, I don't know if you guys had a look at some of the films on the website but um, we kind of just we, we'll leave the wedding we'll be like what you know kind of what moment of that day sums up that day and I usually start the film with that um, so yeah. kind of an example of that really is we had a, a wedding last year in um, Tuscany and it rained all day um, and everyone was kind of like a little bit wet and a little bit Muddy, wasn't it? Dumping the spirits. A little bit. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. So then after the wedding, everybody walked back to the um, where the drinks reception was. And then just out of the blue, um, they had a surprise, like Italian band, didn't they? Yeah, they told us it was a band. Right? And I thought they were just going to sort of pitch up in the corner and play. And all of a sudden, these crazy... I oh, know, is it like 12 of them? Yeah, just coming out. Yeah. Well, and I was around. like, where the hell have these people come from? And they were <laughs> absolutely amazing. Like It completely changed the, the vibe of the wedding. Everybody was yeah. dancing. Everyone was like rolling around right. in mud and, and kind of all that kind of stuff. And um, they, uh-huh. were, they were, you know, they go to Glastonbury every year. So it was, you know, they were there happy being in, you know, wow. in the mud and going crazy. Um, yeah, I was going to say that. That sounds like Glastonbury right yeah, there. But in, like, but in Italy, <laughs> surrounded by beautiful mountains and, you know, a nice villa. Awesome. But it was, you know, it, I think if they didn't have that, yeah, it would have been really hard to grab any atmosphere because it was so wet so i was like <laughs> yeah. and there was no plan b at all so i kind of mm. wanted to get come get that kind of energy across straight away because i've always kind of been a believer with especially with highlights so obviously with the full films it's a little bit more kind of structured um but mm-hmm. with the the highlights i've got a really short attention span with watching things anyway so i want to try and grab people's attention or, or something a bit different to what to other other films they're watching um could start like so i just started with that you know and and kind of try to mm-hmm. sum up the atmosphere of of the um of that part of the yeah. day really isn't it yeah so and then you know yeah. complete opposite you know we had a, another wedding in the in the uk where um the couple had a first a first look which is obviously quite you know quite rare over here um yeah. so so started off with that you know just kind of that was a really like a nice moment like moment of the day yeah. and they actually specifically mm-hmm. said to me um, which is quite rare for the couples that we have 
um, you know, we want the day to kind of be about us two. So they scheduled in with the photographer right. to have, you know, five or six different times of the day where that we just went out and did, you know, an hour each of couple shots. Um, so then obviously <laughs> I make that film kind of more about them rather than, yeah. you know, the day. So it's kind of just, I, you know, my approach, our approach really is just kind of try and recreate the kind of energy of that day. Yeah, our drive home is like, right, what one moment was sort of a highlight for you because we try to shoot mm. through the eye of a guest mm. so okay. I like to sit I like to go like this part really hit me you know or this part really made me emotional or you know whatever it might be or this bit was amazing for this and then we'll like jot it down in their notes so that when we come to do the edit we'll be like right yep that's that's the moment we know sort of was a pinpoint sort of time for us to sort of yeah. focus on Mm-hmm. Um, and then build the story from there, I suppose. Yep. Do you have anything that's like part of your your brand or um, an aspect of your films that you feel is like yours so that when you edit a film, you kind of put these bits in to, I don't know, put, put your kind of your touch on the film? Do you have any of those kind of moments? Um, like a focus on transitions or uh, maybe your colouring is different or anything like this? Yeah, so I do spend a lot of time in the with the colour grade. Um, but again, it's not, I haven't got kind of like a look that kind of I chuck on every single wedding film. Um, so, okay. um, and as you probably know yourself, they look different depending on where you are as well. So, you know, if you're, yes. if you're filming in a really hot country, you know, you grade that, it's completely different to, you know, a really cold wedding in the winter in, in Essex. So, um, <laughs> it's, I wouldn't say that, you know, I have a grade that I throw on it and that's a distinctive look along the whole way of our films. Um, kind of in terms of filming, obviously we like to use a lot of natural light. So that's one thing. So they are, the films are quite darkish, aren't they? So, um, we like kind of like a dark moody kind of style. Um, uh, yes. with kind of, kind of filming, you know, we do, we, we have some kind of, I don't know, really kind of, a few tricks that we use, so you know, a lot of reflections, a lot of um, kind of we do a little bit of tilt shift sometimes, don't we? And prisms. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a really kind of weird looking knuckle duster type contraption. Um, oh yeah, nice. That, yeah, that I use quite a lot for um, kind of prism stuff and and especially dancing, to kind of get the effect, you know. Yeah. Um, but I suppose that's kind of, you know, really it, isn't it? Kind of just kind of focus more on the kind of compositional side, really, more than, you know, mm-hmm. we do do a little bit of movement and stuff, but kind of, yeah, composition and, and natural sounds and, and things like that, yeah. I, I love a film when you hear the natural audio. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah I love that. I think it just really gives it a whole new dimension. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah I mean, we, I don't really – I I, be, I help build the story. And then I just sort of let him crack on with it, and then he'll watch. He'll go, "Come and watch this." I go, "Change this, do that." <laughs> um, <laughs> like that of a, her or like you know whatever it might be. So, um, and I'll be like, "That girl's slagging off that girl in the background. Got to take that one off." Yeah. You know, so <laughs> all the little girly, you know, womanly bits that men don't normally pick up on, maybe. Um, so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah, apart from that, I don't really get too involved, do I? Yeah, we we we, we like a lot of natural audio, don't we? That's probably yeah. uh, one thing that we like to do. There's a few films where even kind of like during a drinks reception, we might pick out the odd line, you know, the mum might say to the bride, you know. Uh, Will you my daughter in now? Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, we like to try and keep <laughs> things like that in. Um, yeah, okay. So that's 
yeah, I would probably say that's probably about it, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's very cool. Yeah. How, Steve, how how are you at taking those um, edit changes? <laughs> because I and I say that as as someone who edits our films, and then Greg will come in and say, "Oh no, I, I don't like that." <laughs> I go in an instant huff, and I'm like. I spent a long time editing this, Greg. <laughs> I'm not really liking you at the moment, pal. Uh, it's difficult, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but you do when I, when I do send you a gallery, when I've edited a gallery, and then I'll, I'll be like, look through this, and you'll go, oh, this bit's a bit dark, or this, and then I'll go, and I, I have a huff, and I'll pull them off and mind about it, and then I'll go back and look the next day with fresh eyes and be like, oh, yeah, it was right. Um, yeah, no, it is difficult. I feel like when you first finished an edit, that's probably the worst time, isn't it? Because like, you first finished the edit and you're watching it and you're like, yeah, yeah, that's really good. <laughs> you know, you're really happy with it. Um, and then that's, and then Jen will come in and be like, no, no, no. And I'll be like, but the shot, the shot's like technically, like, I really love the shot, but she has got, she's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's right. She probably won't like the shot of her like that or, you know, or him. And, um, or it'll be a really lovely shot of the bride or a moment and in the background, one of the guests is pulling out like a wedgie from a bum or something <laughs> and you'll be like, yeah. oh, <laughs> but you can't keep that yeah. in because you know that it's going to cause a problem. Like, so there's yeah. little things you've got to be but aware I suppose of. over time, you know, when you look back at old edits and things like that, yeah, yeah, she's right. But um, at, yeah. I think straight <laughs> after an edit, it's a little bit raw, isn't it? Because you just finished it, you're excited about it. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, somebody comes in, comes in and goes, nope. Having nope, those nope. fresh eyes though, it does, it does help a lot. And yeah. or sometimes you'll do something, something and you're like, I do it with commercial and, and I, I will think some way and then someone will go, but that doesn't make sense because of this. Or do you not think, you know, so it's about being a team, I suppose. And, and, you know, collectively together, making sure that when you put that, whatever it is out there that, you know, it might, someone might've done more of the work, but collectively you've made it the strongest it can be. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And just don't take it too personally. Yeah. Yep. Unfortunately, I'll try, Steve. I'll try, Steve. Well, so we try. can't go off in a half and yeah. ignore each other. For just, the just go for a run or walk or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With Jack was designed from the ground up and is tailored specifically for creatives. Whether you provide a service like design, development, or photography, or offer advice to clients, With Jack is for you. It's focused on creatives. Insurance shouldn't be complicated. So with Jack has made every step easy. You'll deal with one form and talk to one Jack as you sign up, get covered and move on with your day. With Jack is all about bespoke insurance for creatives. Simple. That doesn't mean more forms or faff. It means less. It's not about endless features and stale service. It's about one solid policy and the personal touch. Bye bye unnecessary fuss. Hello creative friendly insurance. Be a confident creative. So you've obviously been doing weddings for a long time. Yeah. And then I think it's more recently that you sort of extended into the commercial world. Yeah. So when did you decide to do that? And I suppose what was your thought process behind making that move? So yeah, so the, I'll talk about the thought process. And, yeah, so the thought process really was kind of... Um, I don't know, we, just, we got to a point with weddings where our kids were getting older and they were starting school. And um, a lot of our weddings involved traveling of some sort. So even if it was the UK, it seemed that we were traveling further away. Um, and because we both do it as well, um, obviously we were away for a lot of weekends. So um, we kind of thought, actually, we want more family time, didn't we? We want we want to spend more time mm. with the children where, now they're going to school. Um, so we decided to kind of focus a little bit more 
on our commercial side, we we had we've had been inspired now for for quite a while, haven't we? Yeah, five years. Yeah, but we just had one big client that just kind of just every now and then would, would give us some work, um, and and that was kind of it, wasn't it? Kind of side by side yeah. with the weddings, but we decided actually let's give this a go. Um, let's let's try and get it and try and get some more weekday work. Um, so we just didn't have to take as much weddings on because um, yeah. obviously it's a full time job for both of us. So um, and yeah, it had to be yeah, like we'd, quite a clever sort of changeover, if you like. I mean, my background, like I said before, I worked in marketing. I've worked agency and client side, and I when we sort of started, we, that, that big client, when they approached us to do some work and I was like, I'd really like to do this. It was sort of, I never thought that a wedding and commercial would cross over. So when it did, I was like, I'd really love to push this. And it's always been something in the back of my head, but that was five years ago. So Aubrey, our youngest is six. So she was about a year old when we started it. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's just grown from there, really, haven't it? It's always been like a dream that I really wanted to do more than just obviously the, that first initial client was just video. Um, right. And then they gradually said, oh, could you just take a few stills and do, you know, and it sort of went from there with the photography side of things. So really the commercial photography built the pathway for the wedding photography. Yeah. And, um, it wasn't the other way around. Um, All right. Yeah, okay. My... You know, uh, over the years, I mean, last year was a very big year for us, wasn't it? We won, you know, yeah. we done put a lot of work in the background. It was a really busy year for weddings. We were traveling a lot, but I sort of knew that I wanted to make Be Inspired what it is to do, like now, obviously. <laughs> then COVID mm-hmm. here. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, it was a case of just building the agency for what I wanted it to be. And then obviously having mm-hmm. the support of Steve for the, the production and the post-production side of things for video as well. So, yeah. So it was about two years ago we made a decision, wasn't it? Yeah, about two years ago it was like, right, because obviously when they're at preschools, you know, if you want to, if you know you've got a busy weekend, we could just say they're not coming in today and take them out and have sort of our weekend time during the week. Whereas when they're at school, you can't do that. Um, And then obviously their summer holidays is normally our peak busy time with weddings. So it was Mm -hmm. like, okay, like how are we going to play this? Um, sort of calm down the weddings and then up the commercial. So it's been mm. a couple of years in the making of. Yeah. Making and and funny enough, this year was, was due to be the first year where we actually had more commercial work than weddings. Yeah. Before obviously. Ah, that okay. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, we still enjoy weddings and we still obviously w- want to do weddings. Um, we just want to probably half the amount that we do now, basically, uh, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Slightly less than half. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, how many how many weddings did you guys shoot? Um, so last year was probably about twenty five to thirty, maybe. Yeah, about that. So um, okay. Yeah. So we probably want to end up doing a, maybe about ten to fifteen max. Yeah, yeah about 10. and and yeah, and then how many how many commercial jobs then? So yeah, it's a little bit different with um, commercial because a lot of the clients that we work, they're kind of on like a retainer type um, yeah, and basis. It all depends. So obviously, okay, because okay. we do film, photography, websites, rebrands. At the moment, when COVID hit, obviously all shoots got postponed. We had a lot a lot of shoots yeah. booked in, didn't we? I can't – a lot of our clients are on retainers, so we will look at their campaign calendar for the year and they'll say, we definitely want this, this, and this. Is this covered? Or we want, you know, this needs content, da, da, da. So we'll sort of work it out from there. So it's not like a set amount. Um, and they're not all video, some are photography. But because we do websites and um, branding and rebrands and, 
you know, PR and marketing, it's not just the shooting side of things. So yeah. we'll have, like, at the moment, I think we're working on about five websites, which is then incorporated. Now we're allowed to go back out and shoot. We've got video work for that or photography shoots, which are going to help with their rebrands as well. So there's not really mm-hmm. a set amount. It's it's quite hard yeah. to say. I think last year, in terms of just video, I think we produced probably maybe like 35 would you say yeah but it's it's different to weddings now in terms of obviously the filming is probably the same in terms of it's a day filming but um it's usually like a minute long yeah okay so they they usually kind of like for social media and things like that so they're not you know 10 15 yeah yeah so they're usually short edits aren't they yeah so the edit time is a lot less i mean it's when you say it's the same as a wedding day it's not it's we don't really shoot for more than oh yeah i suppose yeah six hours yeah Mm-hmm. Um, okay it's not as intense as a wedding day that a lot of the commercial <laughs> stuff is a lot of pre-planning obviously with weddings you you can't plan <laughs> too you, much well you you, know, you <laughs> sit and chat with people, yeah. don't you and you know what's going on you get the timings etc etc but with commercial shoots it's a lot of you know we can we give the clients the option that we might just turn up and shoot and they've done we plan it, but they do everything else. Or we have clients where we have to source talent or stylists or set mm-hmm. design or locations. voiceovers like, and go do location recce's and everything else. So a lot of the work becomes happens before we've even shot. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you divide up those roles when it comes to commercial? Who does what? So there's three of us. Um, so there's um, obviously me and Jen, and we've also got um, – another lady who works with us called Lola. Um, so she's, um, she kind of helps Jen. Um, so I, I really kind of in the commercial side, um, just filming and editing really, isn't it? That's kind of, and it's, it's probably like 10% of, of what we actually do commercially, yeah. isn't it? So, um, so, it's yeah. got quite a good little role here. Yeah, hasn't so it? The, last, like- the, last, the last few months um, have been quite, yeah, quite good for me. Get, getting the PlayStation back out Daily again. Daycare. Yeah. Download, <laughs> downloading FIFA. Um. <laughs> like, you, like st- you know, for for us as well, it's really hard because we're all working remotely um, until we can get back into our office. Um, but it's, you, you know, Steve does get involved with the pre-production side of things. So I might come, I might be like, I've got this really great idea and I've come back from a meeting with a client and he'll look at me and be like, yeah, like thanks for like telling me we were going to do that. So it's more of taking the production manager role, um, which mm-hmm. was the focus for this year. Yeah. So instead of me always, you know, just coming back and going, oh, you've got this shoe, I really wanted Steve to take that production management role mm-hmm. where he was mm-hmm. involved with the discussions with the client from the beginning with myself about because the things I don't have time to look at like for stuff for inspiration or you know, what's going yeah, on in the video do, world yeah. at the yeah, moment. Yeah. I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. So I really want Steve to yeah, sort of so I'll come up with like shot ideas and, and obviously like research and, and things like that and kind, and kind of like a look or feel of a video. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I do do a lot of Yeah, and if I want like a particular well. lighting setup, if I want a type yeah. of effect, I'll be like, this is what I want. Can you yeah. find, tell me what equipment I need? Like I just... Uh-huh. pass that to him so it's not 10 percent. yeah it's just because where we haven't <laughs> been able to shoot for the last four months whatever it is it feels like it hasn't taken that sort of step but um yeah but that's sort of steve's main role but your role. my uh-huh. role you see that you see that steve she's she's giving you more percentage because she feels bad for saying that I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
no. Gotta let him think he's doing something. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, Again, Greg does the same with me. Yeah. But you're really good. Like I will always we always include you in like team yeah, meetings. Of course, like yeah. obviously the team meetings and coming up with ideas and I manage expectations as well. So if, if Jen comes back with a, an idea from a client and it's just like virtually not possible um filming wise you know then um i'll be like um i don't think you know we can actually do that i'll be like you'll be yeah. fine don't yeah. worry about it i see it's very like you know technical whereas i was just like no 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 we'll do it it's like it'll, it'll be fine so mm. my role is like i said i'm still very hands-on where we're, we're a small team um mm-hmm. i will anything from sort of pitch creation proposals all like the admin and account side of things I have to look after um and then like the website design and the branding obviously Lola's our digital exec she's amazing at her job but she's mm-hmm. she's she's young a lot younger um and but she's so talented I was like I'm having you um <laughs> so she it's a case of I have to oversee stuff because it's initially a lot of the time I'm the one who's had the meetings with the clients and I'm the one who've got that their visual idea um so yeah and then obviously the photography side of things and edits like basically a bit of everything I suppose mm-hmm. without sound that's something yeah. <laughs> I'm not being big-headed up here. um but yeah, <laughs> you know that that's how it sort of runs at the minute for us as a small agency you know we could probably take on someone else as well but I want to make sure that we're in that position that we've got the work. I mean, if again, if COVID hadn't hit, I think this by that now we would have been recruiting for another person. Um, but mm-hmm. I'd like to make sure that that there's enough work there, and we've we're not sitting there twiddling our thumbs and bored. Like I, yeah, as someone who's a creative, I, I the last thing I want is having other creative people sitting in the office twiddling their thumbs or not like losing. I think when you're on a roll and you're bouncing ideas and working along like with each other it's good to be busy um mm-hmm. but not you know not sitting there yeah bored yeah because that's i just think you get a bit stale mate when <laughs> it happens so yeah. <laughs> yeah obviously this is a podcast for wedding creatives and i know that uh, a lot of our wedding supplier friends um they, they don't touch um commercial work at all mm-hmm so just for the people who have never really shot commercial or anything like that, can you like run us through what commercial work actually entails? Um, so it's completely different. It depends. It's, it's completely different, isn't it? And that's, a, that's probably the hardest transition actually that I, I found kind of like filming and things like that is that we've, a, I kind of just got so used to, you know, how a wedding goes, you know, and you just naturally know what shots to get. And you just kind of feel really comfortable in that space. Then when you, you go to commercial job, or we do anything from, you know, fashion films, we work with the local council, like, like completely different like types of stuff. Yeah. Um, it's, you're kind of like expected to, you know, kind of cover so many different types of like genre like at the moment and it, different types well, of stuff. I, yeah. I mean, there are agencies out there that specialize in particular areas, whereas I have never wanted that. I like, the fle- like, I like dealing with different industries and you know having that flexibility that you can jump into anything and I think it's mm-hmm. I mean what I mean the main thing for me is that when you're dealing with a b2b customer you're not spending their money they're not spending their own money out from their own pocket you know they have a budget uh-huh. set aside 
for whatever you know whatever line it might be in their marketing budget for video or photography or whatever it might be um so that is a little bit easier because they don't have that personal connection with it they just want to make sure that they're picking a supplier that's going to make them look good internally um because they ultimately unless it's a very small company have to answer to somebody else um so, so yeah, so you kind of lose a lot of creative control uh, sometimes, don't you? So, yeah. and, that, and that's a thing to kind of, you know, kind of get over a little bit. So, you know, some of the shoots that we do, um, there are some shoots that are kind of, they come across and they're like, we don't, you know, we've got no idea of what we want. And then, you know, we'll kind of work with some shots and, and send them over and the shot list and, and they're, yeah, that's absolutely fine. Do whatever you want. Um, but there's also some clients that have got an idea of what they want it to yeah, look like. Very clear um, so they'll actually kind of just stand over you while you're shooting <laughs> and actually, you know, you play them back the shot after every single shot you take and, and things like that. And it took me quite a while to kind of get used to that. Being somebody that just go to a wedding, go in the background, go and, you know, film um, by myself um to actually having somebody over you saying oh so let's have a look at that shot oh oh yeah yeah that's uh, you know that's all right can we do it again please you know it's that kind of part is a little bit kind of hard to get used to and also kind of sometimes the personal connection as well isn't it so obviously yeah. you know your clients you know your couples um i don't know about you guys but we kind of like to get friends with them before we film their wedding so it's all kind of comfortable yeah. um Whereas, you know, we've had shoots where we'll turn up and, and um, you know, there'll be people having their hair and makeup done. They'll come into the shot and then you shoot them and then they go off again. And that's kind of all the interaction that you have with them. You yeah. just, you'll just say hi. And then so you kind of that awkwardness a little bit that you're actually directing and shooting somebody that you don't actually know. You just kind of met the first mm. times a little bit different. Or as well. someone from head office has organized the shoot and then you turn up wherever and that person from head office that you've built the relationship with isn't there. And then you've got to then try and mm. within minutes build a relationship with whoever's there or working or creating or behind the camera that day. Yeah. But I mean, that doesn't really bother me. Yeah, I think so it was I, more, f- it was more for you, wasn't it? And little things, if a client comes to us with a really clear idea what they want, well, you might go around and be like, Oh, that's really shit. Um, but, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm getting told off. Um, but, you know, it's true. And then I, but I will always go, well, this is how we would do your idea, but actually mm-hmm. we, this is a concept that we've, you know, come up with or a couple of concepts. So it's always a case of, for me, when I look at it, we'll come back, we'll sit down, we'll have a team meeting, we'll discuss, you know, their requirements, their their concept and their ideas, and then go, right, how would we approach this? And then we say, mm-hmm. I always like to give at least one other option or, and sometimes two. So maybe one that's very similar to theirs, but we know it's a little bit better or a completely wild card where we'll say, have a look at this because we try and push them. So creatively we are still sort of getting a say or we're showing our expertise on, you know, giving our expertise and our opinion to them to make sure that we're sort of able to like do create stuff that we feel passionate about as well. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing, actually one funny thing was, um, we had a commercial shoot last year and um, one of their first criticisms of the edit was that it was too dark. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, so yeah, a lot of the kind of commercial stuff, they like it to be a lot brighter, a lot cleaner in the edit, you know, not so many kind of reflections and prisms and stuff like that. They just don't want that kind of thing. You know, they just, um, for a lot of the stuff that we do anyway, there's obviously certain jobs, which obviously still suits that kind of style, but um, 
yeah, most of the most of the clients it's that we the have. larger clients. Larger clients have such strict brand guidelines that mm-hmm. you, know, you have to be really wary of them. And I think we said it in our talk, didn't we, the other day, other week, that if you don't, if you're not, if you don't know what brand brand guidelines are, if you're not like you don't know how to sort of, you, you've never really come across them. It's just to learn about them because if when you deal with a larger company they they don't have a choice it's the person you're dealing with might like it but as soon as they send it to mm-hmm. head office or the brand department or whatever it might be it'll, they don't care they'll just push it back and go nope the logo's not in the right position this color's not right that color's not right there's not yeah. enough white space here or whatever yeah. it might be so you know it's just been really wary of of that and obviously a it's bit- like a, the, another job we had last year where i sold for about a morning because um <laughs> We did a fashion video and um, I, had a, I had this really cool, well, I thought it was cool at the time, but the kind of like loads of like super 16 kind of style. Um, right, I kind of sprinkled cool. that in uh, and I was like, oh, it looks really good, blah, blah. Sent it to him. Oh, we love it, but we ha- that stuff's not on brand. So can you change that all, please? Yeah, head office. And I was just, yeah, so Jen come in and was like, oh, they want all change. And I was like, yeah, but that's, that's my favourite part of the film. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen, but I was like, I'm just going to let him have his moment and yeah. hopefully they might like it. But... Um, but yeah, that's that's the main difference, really. Yeah. It's just kind of you know. Again, we had a shoot a few weeks ago where we weren't actually editing it. Um, it was an agency shoot, so they actually sent us out to film, but they were going to edit it themselves because they're actually based in Scotland, so they couldn't get anybody over there to film it. Um, so um, yeah, cool. Yeah, so the, literally the instructions were like, we want all the shots framed like this. So every single shot I took had to be framed exactly how they wanted it so i had to have a certain amount of headroom and a certain amount to the left or right wasn't yeah, it so we're adding graphics over the top yeah so so, it was, so it was every single time i took a shot i had to kind of have that in mind that you know had to go had to be framed a certain way and then that's kind of really restricting and obviously you know weddings you can just film it how you want and if you see a composition um that you really enjoy or really like then you can just film it but you know sometimes you know you get those restrictions where you're actually told exactly you know how much headroom, you know, how much to the right they want it. Um, but yeah, you, we do get clients that just let us do our thing as well. But I suppose for wedding filmmakers or photographers, the the biggest thing to remember is that when you're shooting um, for your, like the weddings, you're shooting to mm-hmm. your brand, to your style, to yes. your brand, to your guidelines and the couple of butchery because they like that. Um, whereas when you're shooting for commercial, you're shooting for someone else's brand. So, really you can't it's you can't replicate your style unless they've booked you unless someone comes to you and says i've seen your wedding film i really like your style can you do a commercial commercial video just like that Mm. obviously that's different Uh but if you're trying to get into the commercial world you've got to understand that you're not shooting for your own brand you're shooting for other people's Mm. so you have to Mm -hmm. uh, replicate their brand and work to their style to make sure that you get like more work because if you don't they're just never going to contact you again yeah, because we have had that. We've yeah, had it, so, so I was just going to say, is that hard? Like, so when you're creating a commercial brand, uh, when you have that lack of uh, control in your films, is it hard to put like a reel together to represent the brand that you guys want as well? Is that hard? Yeah, yeah, yeah it is, isn't it? We have yeah. to be really picky of what we chose. Because we, we've got we've got like a goal of jobs that we want to do. So we've got like an idea and, and, and kind of a goal of jobs that the kind of jobs that we want to do. Um, mm-hmm. but we're at the stage at the moment where we're, we're still quite, you know, earlier on, earlier on in our career. So we're still got to take, you know, other jobs that maybe, you know, doesn't quite reflect, 
you know, our brand and things like that. So it's a bit like with weddings, you kind of, when you put a reel together with weddings, you, you put the shots in or you show the, the highlight films or the trailers or Instagram videos that you want to show to kind of attract that client. Um, exactly yeah. the same with the commercial. So, yeah. you know, there'll be mm-hmm. some films that are just not on our website or we, you know, we don't, we don't show yeah. and, and photos and things. If you go on our Instagram, a lot of it's kind of like fashion and, and things like that, which is kind of what Jen, you know, really wants to end up doing, isn't it? Kind of like, short yeah, narrative I mean, films it's a little bit, like I suppose it's what that phase like because one for the bills one for the real like you know <laughs> and we, um, I'm working on a rebrand of a client at the moment they're an existing product company and originally it was just their design a website they wanted created and then when we started working that their current branding just wasn't it just wasn't working and we just said right are we all willing to take out three hours of our day to try and put some branding concepts together and try and push this client to move in the direction that we know will work so much better for them? So we did and it paid off. They've ended up becoming a rebrand and then their photography they were using was, it just wasn't replicating the brand in the best way possible. So now we've done like two shoots with them. We've got another shoot lined up and really we've helped. They, They were an existing brand, but we have shown that we've taken that extra step to do something in our own time to show what the potential it could be and now that's grown to actually that brand is a bit like what we've wanted to wanted it to be um obviously we had the input from the client but she's all of a sudden stepped back and went oh my god like I love it yeah let's roll with it but it's not her baby anymore she's like I need someone to yeah. get to the net level um so it was really nice that we could do that and that's great because we were able to step in and go we found this location and we really like this style and da, da, da. and she's just gone yep 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 so it's really trying to gain trust um and I yeah. suppose that sounds like a dream client yeah <laughs> like the trust I think if you're open and honest with them, that's great. And like we said, you know, we do have clients who are local authorities or large organizations where even the marketing manager doesn't get a say. The brand's being decided. That's what has to happen. Um, you know, but it is, you know, it is what it is. But then this, that's what I do like working with the smaller, small to medium brands because they, you know, they have a bit more flexibility. Um so yeah, it's but yeah, it's about yeah. showing you know showing what you want to your brand to be like. I suppose it's probably the easiest way. Yeah, and it's good experience yeah, as well. And I think that's why the wedding things is nice to still continue doing because it's our style and our brand and what we wanted to it yeah. to look like. Um, mm-hmm. But with the commercial stuff, you know, there is you know there is money to be made, and if you're talented in what you do, there's no reason why you can't. Yeah, you know, it, it's just a bit of a learning curve, like anything, really. Yeah. So with with commercial stuff, you've came from sort of filmmaking and photography background. Yeah. You've incorporated some web design. What other skills do you think help improve this sort of commercial brand? Communication. Yeah, that that's the biggest thing. Not being scared to have like I will happily sit in a boardroom and if they've got an idea, I will happily go, Okay, I can see where you're coming from, but actually my professional opinion is this. Mm-hmm. To not, you know, not doubt your creativity and your experience um, and communicating that and setting the right expectations is probably the biggest thing you can do, I suppose. Um, Yeah, because I feel like I feel like sometimes one thing that a lot of kind of feedback we've got from some of the jobs that we've won and in the pitches um, is the fact that, you know, they've approached because during the actual pitching process, they usually approach three or four different companies 
and um, me and Jen will sit down and we'll talk about it and we'll actually come up with our own ideas and some certain, you know, like shots that would work, you know, maybe some pictures, maybe some inspirational pictures that we could put up. Mood boards. Mood balls, kind of like the way it looks. So I feel like if you can put a lot of effort in the beginning um, and you can actually, you know, show them, you know, these, this is the kind of look it could be, um, you know, give them some other ideas, give them some other talking points. I think that kind of helps. And I think that all goes to communication as well, um, which is, you know, kind of where Jen comes in again. (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah, it's like most of, like most of our regular clients are like friends of Jen. You know, Jen, you know, they'll invite us to for meals and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, sorry, just, someone's like, oh, sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> no yeah, so we just had a spontaneous somebody knocking at the door. Um, yeah, so it's just about communication, really. I, I think it's probably the biggest mm-hmm. thing. And also, you know, just being able to work with other people. Um, but it's, it's just like, you know, starting the wedding, in, like at the start of your wedding, like our wedding journey as well, it was the same kind of thing, really, kind of trying to build up clients, mm-hmm. trying to, put work out there that was proud of and, and, you know, trying to attract clients that way. But there's so many ways, isn't there, of kind of... Yeah, like if it's just something that you, like, as a wedding videographer, photographer, you just want to dip your toe in and just see how it goes, you know, there's mm-hmm. loads of local companies that can do with, like, extra content. Definitely, I think now the world, the way that the world's going, yeah. it's not like it was years ago. You know, it's the people are posting Instagram, for example, every single day. And that's hard work, like trying to build content. It is hard. And a lot of mm. our clients, we'll, they might say, I want a promo for the website. Yep, that's fine. But then we'll then say, have you thought about breaking it down? So you have mini edits. So we might, for example, a local authority client of ours, they, <laughs> the brief they gave us for a project last year was so funny. Like, that, like the shot list was crazy like it was the biggest excel document i think steve's ever seen in his life um and (laughs) i just sat there one day and was like guys this is too much this is like this is so you're just overthinking everything um and in Mm. the end because of a lot of the pre-production work that went into it they went you know what we're happy for you to do what you think we feel you know the brand. We feel we, you know the the center well enough. Just do what you think. So we did, and then it was on that shoot that I said, you know, this hasn't been discussed yet. But the amount of footage you've got, we can create mini edits for like just the gym, just the swimming, just the ice skating, just for this da 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 da. And it ended up mm. being that they then commissioned us to do using the same footage for the promo, mm-hmm. um, fifteen mini edits for Instagram. So they were able to then have discussion points separately, um, Mm -hmm. you know, throughout their Instagram journey um, and reuse them over time. Um, And even now they're coming back and saying, oh, there's a little girl going down the flume. Can we just have that shot, please? Because, you know, they want to talk about they've they've changed their the way they look at their marketing because of the discussions we've had, which is amazing. And that's something as someone who does like marketing consultancy, I love like I thrive off stuff like that. So when they message, oh, the flume times are changing instead of just putting the picture up of the flume, flume, can we have that shot? of that little girl going down and we're like yeah that's fine and then literally gave them like a four second shot like you know for them to use um <laughs> so that, you know it's all it's just trying to sort of educate them in terms of how that footage or that photography can help with content moving forward it's not just like produce a promo gone like we're always trying to add value mm-hmm. to them um you know it's good for us because it gives us you know it's profit but in you know because we've got to go out and reshoot it it's just a quick edit but it mm-hmm. actually helps 
then realise that there's a lot more to it instead of just paying and thinking, oh, we're paying all this money for one shoe. Well, actually, you've paid all this money for one shoe, but now you've got lots of archive footage that can be used going forward. Mm -hmm. And this year we were about to do another one because it's a year old, so they've got more classes and the the facilities changed a little bit. And they were like, oh, we want to get you Uh in. Again, another one that got postponed, but we get you know get you in to do more because they can see the value of it and they know they can't reuse that footage for another year. So it's yeah, you know. So yeah, there's and like I said, there's lots of small companies that could you might go out and shoot for nothing for a little while, or it might be or you know very small amounts, but it's you know you can then mm-hmm. use it as like a portfolio of this is what I've achieved for X company. This is what we worked on and build like a case study as to what you've helped with and try and look at it. It's not one piece of work. It can be multiple pieces of content that can work for them because everyone lives in the Instagram world mm. now. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, that's, that, that's actually maybe a good thing. So for people who just shoot weddings, like what you've obviously mentioned, like you put up on Instagram what you want and, um, and, and, you know, working for free for certain commercial jobs, but what would be like a good first set of steps to moving your wedding business over to just commercial or or having a commercial branch yeah so i I feel like obviously to try and get clients probably well we we got a few jobs from wedding clients didn't we so we actually had a few you know wedding couples who you know worked in marketing or or had their own company so we got work that way Uh, but just kind of reaching out really to kind of local other kind of creative people so there's a lot of like website designers there's a lot of small agencies that don't actually offer video and photography um, so we've actually okay. found that we've got quite a, a, a few jobs that way, haven't yeah. we? So kind of partner up with them or or they come to you um, so they can obviously offer video and photography and obviously just hire you to do that. So that's one way of doing it. Um, sometimes just kind of approaching people. So as Jen was talking about her job just then, uh, we actually drove past the leisure centre because it's local to us um, and it was actually being built at the time. Um, and Jen was like, do you know what? I'd love to work on that project. Um because it's a place that we know really, really well. Um, and um, she just, I was just like, yeah, okay, you know. And she was like, I'm going to give them a call. And I was like, no, nah, you know, then you're never going to get through to the right person, you know, there. <laughs> um, and she actually did. Yeah, she actually gave them a call the next day and said, oh, we could see you doing that. Um, we offer, we can offer video photography um, kind of. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, by the way, like we're just actually pitching for that. So send us over your details and your website and your pitch ideas um, and we'll consider it. And that we actually sent over our website. Um, we got a call back a couple of hours later. We're like, can you come and do yeah. your pitch to us at four o'clock? I think it was or something like later on that afternoon. I was like, eh, yeah. Um, so they just sent me their brief that they'd sent everyone else. And I just, I said to them, I haven't had time to prepare for it, but I've read through the brief and this is what I think. And we actually won it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just a case of sometimes just putting yourself out there. Um yeah, you know, yeah. but like touching on what Steve said about the web design, you know, for someone who designs websites, when a client comes to you and that all they've got is stock imagery, all they want, all they've got is stock imagery to use, it's very hard because you're limited. Whereas if a website designer can partner up with you as a photographer or a video and you can offer a service to them where they, they're going to put their mark up on it, you know, but you can use it for your portfolio to say that's who you've worked with. But most agencies will put a little bit on top. Um, but it's a case of building that relationship mm-hmm. because if they don't have anyone internally, they want their websites to be, to look great and that be, and you know, because that will get them more work. So if they've got someone that they can trust, then 
don't you know it's like an it's you know it's not it's a no-brainer for them um and we when we've yeah. built up really good contacts that way yeah. haven't we um so and that's mm-hmm. and there's website designers in every town so that's and like Sue said so that's a really good way of doing it and the client thing with wedding clients we never kept our commercial business a secret from our clients um mm-hmm. or from our couples we don't have them on the same it's not the same brand and they're not the same company we don't have like joint websites which I know some people do have do, do do but um uh-huh. you know we never kept that a secret and I think the reason why, I mean, one of our biggest clients last year was a past groom. Yeah. And he literally was like, right, the wedding's done with now. Can you come in and have a meeting? Because we need a video and this, 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 this done. And it just sort of grew from there as well. Yeah, last year we must have had at least, I don't know, three wedding clients that kind of got in contact with us after the wedding. And actually said, oh, I'm doing this or, uh, you know, my company needs this. Can you come in and speak to us about that? So it's actually quite a good way, you know, to actually – get yeah. get contacts isn't it and then once and as i said that like once you're kind of in there because we've probably only got maybe i don't know eight to ten clients what commercial yeah okay maybe no. a, a bit more than that maybe yeah but not like you mean like eight to ten that are like <laughs> yeah um retainers yeah but they, but they kind of just keep coming back so it's just kind of like once you get them you just try and do all you can to kind of like keep them there really <laughs> um so they just kind of keep coming back don't they yeah mm-hmm. I think if you build the trust and you, you know, there there are going to be changes. They, you know, you're you are going to have that moment where you think, oh, I thought that was really good, and then they're going to ask you to change something, but you just can't take it personally because it's their ideas yeah. as well. Or if it's a small business, it's their baby. You know, it's oh. so they want to have. Yeah. And when you deal with large companies, I know this from when I worked for a large company. You would send something to your marketing director or whoever it might be and then they'll push back on it because they just want to have their little say you know they just want their little bit of input in it so i can't Mm. think of a time where i hardly ever got someone go yep without any changes whatsoever so and also social media as well so you know we still with like weddings we still get instagram inquiries yeah um when we put our instagram stuff up um, and we, what we actually do actually one thing we do um is so say like we get um a follower and um they're like a jewelry brand or something and we really like their stuff we'll actually the next post we'll actually target them won't we yeah so that's some, kind of something yeah. you know we'll kind of put something up that, that is going to like get their attention yeah. even more so yeah and you know there's facebook groups as well so there's the facebook groups to kind of get um, facebook groups for commercial, commercial work is amazing so, like you know we've i again another pitch last year um Someone put a post up about a videographer. I commented, put our website link, got an email, and then it turned out that we were actually in a pitch process for about <laughs> for ages because we didn't know we pitched the our idea, like how done the proposal. They then sent us out to a job. It was actually four other companies had gone out at different locations that they had sent out, and part of the pitch process was how we produced the first piece of content. Um, mm-hmm. okay. And it, it turns out the lady that actually put that co- uh, post up was the CEO, and she truly believes in not Googling for people, getting recommendations, yeah. finding yeah. people socially. Um, so that just – and, you know, I think about three of the websites we're working on at the moment were from Facebook groups where we've just – 
put website links mm. down or had a conversation with someone or someone that we know on that group has tagged us in it and it's sort of gone from there. Are there any um, Facebook groups that you would recommend people who haven't done any commercial work yet um, but want to, to join? You like search Freelance. If you're not like an agency, obviously to start off with, but there is um, like creative freelance groups. I can't remember the exact name of it, which is quite a good place to start. And also thinking, you know, as a wedding, we go to some of the biggest manor houses and you know beautiful venues in the country so and you have footage of that put together a reel you know of of showing you know location stuff and venues and detailing you know that's a good way to get in there with you know high-end estate agents done simple you know you've got that straight away um and high-end estate agents pay good money you know, if, if you're good yeah. at, you know, if you're obviously now the vent industry is a bit rubbish, but when it picks back up again, you know, you, you are one of the most probably stressful event, you, you know, you have experience in it, the most stressful event you can get, which is a wedding because it's someone's personal money and you can't relive that again. Um, personally, I try, I don't, <laughs> I don't really like doing events, um, but. <laughs> if you if you don't mind doing it and you're happy to go and film seminars and conferences and award shows, there is yeah, it's a, lot, a lot going on for different industries and mm-hmm. authority bodies and whatever else you know might. Be so that's yeah. an easy yeah. way to get in there as well. But yeah, I think if I was if I was starting out, I think I think the most important thing is just kind of just getting your your Instagram up or you know getting a web your own website together and maybe just you know trying to shoot some stuff just to kind of put on there as a real one. And you can add a few wedding things in there. You know, you can add like location shots and things like that because obviously that's not, you know, it's not too wedding-y, if that makes sense. That could be a promotional yeah. video yeah. for the venue well, and things like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, you I'm pretty sure you've got a bride with a smoke bomb in your uh, reel. Not a bride. She's not a bride. Just, yeah. Oh really? No. Oh right. I got I got instant wedding vibes no. from that. No, she's oh, a really? celebrity okay. actually. She's, she's a, a she's a Towie girl. Oh, she was um that was a fashion shoot um <laughs> so yeah and i that was me i was like i'm getting this this one smoke bombs that was going back a few years now wasn't it yeah. three years ago i was like I mean, that <laughs> was one of the concepts yeah. we were like let's get the smoke bombs out the orange is the client's branding brand color so oh, yeah, yeah. I was um, I, there's a few there's a few yeah. shots i really loved that i love the ice rink as well i know you oh, mentioned yeah, yeah. a commercial job that had an ice rink i was like oh yeah yeah, cool. that we've had drones flying in over ice rinks and yeah, pools. even like on my on the drone show we've got on that website. There's um there's like a we did a wedding and um and I had a boat party and I did a drone shot of that and and I put that in there because that's not you know <laughs> you can't yeah. easily look at it and say that's a wedding yeah. you know so <laughs> but the, I mean <laughs> wedding wedding filmmakers photographers you we we cover so much you know yeah, we do. you cover an event you do details you do location shoots you do portraits you know there's so much um my favorite word is transferable like you have so many transferable skills from a wedding day yep. that mm-hmm. you can relate to the commercial world yeah. you know that you can put mini reels together like the location thing with the venues you know mm-hmm. it could be um Yes, it's bridesly, but you could do something like that. You could do like the makeup and hair shots and approach, you know, local makeup artists or makeup, small makeup brands or hair. You know, it's a case of just trying to build your portfolio. I, I just think we're in a, we're kind of like in our age now, we're kind of at a point where everybody knows somebody who wants a video done, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like it's quite easy just, you know, get a couple of videos that, you know, under your belt that's different from weddings and, and, you know, post them up. And- as soon as you've got a few that, 
you know, you might approach your initial first company saying, oh, I'm a wedding videographer, but I'm really trying to get into this. I'm doing, some people might do it for nothing or I'm doing it for really like cheap rates. You know, mm-hmm. which, are you interested? You might do that. Once you've got 10 people say yes, then you get rid of the wedding stuff and you push out with the 10 commercial stuff that you've done. Yeah. yeah. You talked about the separate brand and, yeah. and I think that's quite an interesting subject because a lot of people are split on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They build yeah. up a brand and weddings and they want to use that to build their we- their commercial stuff. Yeah. Yep. What was your decision between separating them? Um, so just kind of... There's, it wasn't there's a no, decision. Yeah. It was like, that's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no, Says Jennifer. Yeah, there's no wrong or right way of doing it, is there really? But uh, kind of our thought process of it was, is that, you know, if you're sending a website to, you know, somebody kind of like high up, to me, person, sorry, can yeah, I yeah, to me personally, to a consumer, if you're shooting for big brands, they think that's good. They're like, oh, they also shoot for this company or da, 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 da. You know, they don't see it as a negative. When you're dip, but your, your industry is completely different. You've got a business to consumer and a business to business. And I just think mm-hmm. for the consumer side, you can have a link on your wedding business that, that says, oh, we do commercial also and maybe drop a few names if you've done it or push through a link to an external site but I think when you're dealing with a b2b you know they don't understand the wedding world the how we understand it um Mm -hmm. and I think it just makes sense to just separate personally everyone does it their own way but I just think you know it's you, it's not something you should be ashamed of doing weddings at all but it's you're dealing with two completely different sectors and i just think yeah. you know to a bride and groom they i think it works the other way as well like if you're a bride and groom and you want to look at wedding you know wedding filmmakers or photographers um you know you don't you don't want to go on a site and see you know a, a three or four minute promo yeah. about a leisure center or yeah. you know it's kind of yeah. i feel like definitely i feel like you want to go on the site and see what you're looking at really what you're going to get so our wedding films are so different from our commercial stuff that i feel like you know you want to kind of you're, you're two it's two different complete target audiences for us so um mm-hmm. you know our corporate clients don't want to go on our site and see a wedding film that wouldn't interest them that's not what they're after so and then vice versa you know couples won't want to go on our you know, wedding site and see corporate films because, you know, they want to see wedding films. They want to kind of imagine what their wedding film is going to look like. Um, mm-hmm. But the, the, that's kind of the, the decision, wasn't it, that we kind of... Yeah. But, you know, yeah, it could work the other way sense. around, but it's just... It's, just it's how everyone wants to. And the thing you have to remember as well is when you're starting out, especially if you can't build your own website, you know, that's another extra outlay. So it's a case of you can just maybe have a page that you would send people through directly it might be like yeah. if, if we had it like unique visuals slash business i don't know commercial yeah. or whatever it might be <laughs> um but, but i think once you have established yourself you know it's you know a no-brainer you, a no-brainer to me but obviously it just depends on everyone's mm-hmm. what they what they yeah. want i suppose but yeah it definitely yeah. works the same way like steve said with you know wedding clients come on to look at weddings and if they can see that you do commercial and you've worked with particular people that might be like oh they work with these and that might make they give them a bit more confidence when they actually do making their decision making process maybe but mm-hmm. yeah yeah that makes sense yeah so you mentioned that with the sort of commercial stuff you've not focused on any one industry or niche down uh, what's your sort of thinking with that because uh, some people say 
it's good to have a sort of niche of an industry that you're targeting, like mm-hmm. food and drink or something. Mm. And they're, they're probably right, to be honest with you. Um, I, I, that's probably the, that's probably a good approach to have is to have a niche, um, especially if you really enjoy a certain sector of, of filming. Um, but we just we just enjoy the variety. It's just kind of like yeah. a personal mm-hmm. choice for us, really. Um, we enjoy the variety. We have got you know a goal of the kind of jobs that we want to do. Um, and the kind of stuff that we want to produce, um, and we we had a few jobs, didn't we, just before everything happened um, that were that were kind of going that way. Um, but you know, we and I, I, you know, we enjoy the variety, don't we? we? Yeah, of course. Like if I was, if, if we were just a fashion photography, for example, fashion branding, or whatever it might be, it's a lot easier to target that with your keywords and your Instagram and pushing out to like, you're just focusing on trying to get clients in that industry. Um, but I just, I like the variety, like Steve said, for us, you know, it started off that when you're, when you're looking, when you're busy looking for work, you'll take what comes to you. Yeah. And then when we sat down, um, I mean, we're rebranding at the moment because our website is just content creation rather than creative agency. So that's, that's in the process. But when we sat down and discussed it, when we, last on our rebranded didn't we it was a case of we enjoy the fact that we get to work with all different kinds of industries and um different types of projects and it's it's funny actually because i'm you know with retail the way that it's gone at the moment it's a case of you know a lot of retails are are pushing back the first thing to go is a marketing budget normally (laughs) um so if you're just dealing with a particular industry and you've Mm. based your whole you know business model on that then what you know then you're stuck whereas if you can show that you're versatile yes you might prefer working a particular type of you know industry or you might start a particular type of work but actually Mm -hmm. I think in what we've all gone through in the last five months shows us that we have to be versatile and we have to make sure that you know it is great to be specific but at the same time that could cause problems at certain point. Mm. Well, I, I, st- I think we're kind of at that, you know, at a starting stage when you, you, you probably experience it with weddings as well, where we're still kind of vi- finding our voice with it. So, yeah. you know, we're still kind of finding. Yeah. yeah like, and then you'll get clients who ask, like I had a client call last week who said, Oh, I'm doing an online course, a workshop. I want a website built this. I want everyone to have their own private logins and this and this. And I was like, I was honest. I was like, I haven't done that before, but we can do it for you. And then straight away, she then told her friend about it, who's in her same industry. And she's now contacted us and said, I really want what she's doing. I do X, Y, and Z. And it's a case of, you know, where that can lead um, as Mm -hmm. well. So, and obviously they're in the, they're actually in the beauty industry, aren't they? But once we have that as a portfolio, where that can go, where that might go to a wedding workshop or it might go to, you know, I don't know electricians or whoever it might be. So it just depends. Uh-huh. We're just enjoying the journey. Yeah, moment, I think like if there's a <laughs> yeah, public company, cool. I mean, we had it just um, in February. I went to go for a big pitch and I walked out of there and went, Steve, if we get the pitch, we're not taking it because I just didn't like the vibe of the company. I weren't, mm. I wasn't excited about it. It was a lot of work and I just received, I don't want to do that. And they come back and I was like, I'm sorry, but like we, we can't fit that in. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, it, you have to sort of know what's right for you as well. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that extends to the weddings as well. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's not very often that we, you know, won't shoot a wedding if they've come to us. But, you know, if that chemistry just isn't there, then... 
hundred. You know, Greg and I will have a conversation, and because we just we just know we won't be the best fit for them. Yeah, yeah it's not um, going a couple, is it? Either really? No, 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 not at all. That, that's that's why um, yeah, we've had the same, and and they've come in and said, "Oh, we've seen this other filmmaker. <laughs> These are the kind of shots we want." Um, we're not going but then then yeah, yeah. and we're like yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's not my style I'm sorry and then the thing is I can't do that style you know that's I really like that style but I that's not what I can do so it's not really fair mm-hmm. on them that I, I go there and, and do something that you know one I'm not comfortable with doing and two won't get a great result so yeah no, exactly exactly so uh, price I want to talk about pricing right now it's kind of it's not a subject that when suppliers like to talk about in yeah. general, just talking about wedding prices. Yeah. And there's a huge debate on how the, you should go about pricing for your wedding package and stuff. But let's talk about pricing for commercial work yeah. then. Yeah. How would you guys go ahead and, and price for like a, a, like a commercial job? So we kind of work on day rates, don't we? Yeah. So we have like, okay. uh, we cut, well, it's kind of based on a day rate. So the way that we do it is we have like X amount for filming, um obviously post-production, post-production costs pre-production. Uh, pre-production costs um then we have like assistants um we obviously have jen's fee for overseeing the shoot if it's a film shoot um sometimes jen will just go out and do a photography shoot by herself or with um lolo who works for us um mm-hmm. so we have all the all of these costs involved kind of like location scouting um and then what we'll do is if it's just a one-off job they'll come to us and they'll just say this is a job and we'll obviously say well it's going to take a day's filming and two days editing and it's going to require this this person and and because we have we work with freelancers as well so you know if we need another person to come in and help film in obviously that would be a cost yeah. as well um and then that's so it's a little bit different than weddings weddings were kind of more packages um yeah with with commercial it's more we kind of break it down more individually and i think it's quite good for them as well with commercial to see every single element you know that's involved in the production as well um rather than like a package um but what we do try to do so obviously with larger clients after maybe two or three projects that we work with them we will say to them you know if you are on a retainer then we can give you maybe five percent off of a day rate um so we work out over a year and then we spread the cost over 12 months so we'll work out all the filming jobs they want to do or the photography jobs or whatever. And then we split it over the amount of hours. Yeah. Uh, So we split it over 12 months and then it just comes into the account each month. So then we kind of know exactly what we're getting in each month, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So it's kind of, it's, it's a little bit different in terms of obviously, um, pricing for weddings yeah we don't have package prices as such because every job is completely different. And for example, you know, we're, you know, with weddings, it's easy to have that package price um, for us. We have like a few add-ons and things. But with the commercial, we find that the day rates work best because I think that's what a lot how a lot of the industry works. But again, it's very much no one sort of gives their price in a way. Like um, It's a bit like weddings. It's the same thing. So we never know whether we're charging too much, whether we're not charging enough um, because it's the same, nobody kind of shows their prices really. So, so again, we're kind of guessing and, you know, putting down what we're kind of happy with. I mean, there is there are scales. Like I quoted for a job last week and they wanted to know, um, they wanted the usage price to use in press and digital for a year right. and five years and there are calculators online which what you can charge and stuff so there, there are you know that's another thing to sort of think of as well um yeah so for, for larger ex- clients if they want to go and push it out in 
digital, you know, you can charge usage fees um, and license fees and stuff for particular things. But I mean, the most of our, and you know, a, a proposal we're putting together at the moment, they, they're a client that wants branding and web design and web management and video and photos and social media management. So it's a massive, massive pitch. Um, and yeah. the proposal sets out each of the costs individually for each service but then we give them uh, an ongoing cost like a retainer ongoing cost and we've obviously said if you take if you choose us to do all of this for you then this is the mm-hmm. price we can give it to you at and give them an incentive rather than them going well actually I'm going to go to this guy for the web and this guy for the social media management and you're going to do the photography um yeah. so we sort of just really work it on a have the day rates in place as like a a reference but then obviously depending mm-hmm. on the type of client and again the same thing if a client comes in and they're a small business or they're a you know medium-sized business that are trying to change the way they work and we really really like their ideas and concept I'll we happily look at that and go right and if it's not on budget I'll see what we can do or come up with some other suggestions so yeah it just yeah, it's, it's quite a lot of fl- flexibility with commercial a, cl- like a client might come to you and say actually I want a five-minute video promo video this is my budget now if obviously that's not in your budget for five minute video you could always go back to them and say well we you know we can't, we can't we can't do a five minute promo yeah. but we can actually do like a 30 second instagram video instead yeah so there's, uh-huh. a, there's quite a lot of flexibility you know yeah. in mm. but um it's 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 so varied it's it's so varied it's completely different to weddings because weddings you kind of i feel like you kind of know what how many hours you're going to be filming you know you, you just kind of you know how you know how long it takes to edit. You know wedding films, uh, whereas commercial, each job is completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot less variables with weddings. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and if they, you know, if they've got the potential to become retainer clients, you want to see that you want to sort of show that that there's potential there to have that. You know, I mean, we've got a retainer client who we don't know what we're filming. <laughs> They've just given us the money and they all just say to us, oh, we want this now. And then you just tally up the amount of work you've done. And we just say, okay, that price that you've paid us, that gives you X amount of hours. Mm. Um, Ah, And, you know, you just tally the the hours. And that actually helped us a lot during it, didn't, during everything that went on because they actually just carried on paying the retainer. Yeah, no one (laughs) said no, which was great. Yeah, Um, it was good. So, you know, and if they don't know exactly what they want done, they just know they want to place the money with you for like, whatever it might be, future, then the hours system works quite well. So we'll come up with an hourly rate for pre-production, post-production and post. And then obviously we just give them a monthly update and report on what they've spent basically off of their retainer. Yeah. Obviously, Greg and I actually don't do commercial work. Yeah. Although we, we, we did start doing, I mean, we started like low level doing commercial work. Um, but we actually, l- like you said, it's, it's a lot easier to price for weddings. So we just kind of ended up liking that kind of focus for yeah. our marketing and stuff. One of the aspects of commercial work is like um, putting together a, a project scope or a, or a, or a brief. Mm-hmm. How do you go about putting a brief together? So with um, usually a client will give us a, well, we ask them if they have a brief. Um, that they're working on for their campaign or project or whatever it might be. Um, so from that, we then 
basically go through their brief. And if they don't have a brief, we ask them to fill out our briefing form. So it gives us all the information that we need from them to create our proposal. Um, so probably a bit yeah. like how you do with weddings when they send an inquiry, you kind of ask some information, tell me a bit about your day, that kind of thing. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more in depth than that. Yeah, but similar concept. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then from that, it's a case of, Going through their expectations, so what they what they want is that even possible, um, and sort of rounding up how we would do it. Um, if there's anything that can't be done, or for what reasons, and alternative options, um, and then the concepts behind that, and obviously then the investments part of the proposal is. You know, a lot of the time it's, unless it's an event or something that you know is not going to take a long time. For example, we might shoot and then it might run over or the talent turn up late or, you know, if it's an outside shoot, it might be raining. So we have to sort of, again, communication and set their expectations that they might need extra time on this is how much investment will be if it all goes to plan. But actually, if you need more time, this is how much we charge per day and all that malarkey um so it's really for me the their brief will help us create a proposal that one tells them what we can do what they want um and how we would go Mm -hmm. about it um and then we obviously give like i touched on before different concept ideas for like have you thought of this um a bit like a food for thought section you know this would Mm -hmm. add you know extra to the production this would make it more high-end um have you thought about splitting the videos up for like social media content um have you thought about locations like little things like clients sort of forget that you need a location and that if you're using talent you need to find the talent and if you're using talent that talent wants to look good so you might need hair and makeup and actually you know the clothes they're wearing is that going to date if that you know if you want this video to not just be a quick in the moment video and next month you don't care about it or if this is a video that's going to sit on your website for the next two or three years you know just the clothing that that talent are going to wear you know uh-huh. is that is that going to date if it is then get rid of it like yeah, we need to you need to think clothing, like that as well like that um so there's a, quite a lot of information that, that you sort of have to sort of put together to make them realize yeah. that this isn't just a case you're going to rock up with a camera film and come home and put a video together you know it's okay yeah. it has to be well thought out for the brand for what they want it for how long they want it for where's it going what's it being used for do they have like a return on investment that they're hoping to achieve and you know so it's quite in depth there's a lot of work that goes on even little things like um you know where's where's it going to be shown is really important because a lot of a lot of people now want vertical videos and things like that so you know kind of aspect ratios and you know if majority Mm -hmm. people are going to watch it on a phone kind of match up to the phone aspect ratio maybe not put black bars in like we do with our weddings and and things like that so um there's quite a quite a lot of stuff to kind of cipher through at the beginning isn't it i mean it's funny actually i had someone the other day say to me they were having a rebrand done and the guy was a freelancer and he tried to charge her for the concepts. And she was like, is that a thing? And I was like, well, no, not really. Like that's part of your pre-production stage. You know, you win some, you lose some. It's a bit like weddings. You know, you might put, have yeah. like, you might go to a meeting with a client, couple, you might sit and talk to them for an hour and you might not ever hear from them again. It's business. That's, you know, mm. it's a bit frustrating. But that's why the yeah. proposal side of things I take really you know, a lot of time doing them because I want to show mm-hmm. that my proposal is going to stand out from others. Yeah. 
So, so how, how how long does it typically take you when you're putting in that much effort? Um, to be to honest, it depends in, in. on what what it is that they want. You've got but a lot of I've templates. Got, there, I have yeah. a lot of templates, so I okay. can you know once we've had the team discussion and we sort of know what direction we're going in, um, I can bash it out quite quickly in terms of you know the pdf for example that is sent over to them um and obviously i've got an excel document that i have all the day rate stuff in and i just plug in the numbers and it will tell me and then i'll just explore that out you know so it's quite it's very much the organization thing of templates has saves a lot of time um yeah but yeah. it's an, the initial sitting down chatting about it coming up with ideas coming up with concepts can take a little bit longer because you're always trying to like make sure that you're you know being original <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> which is impossible isn't yeah it? which is yeah it feels like it's impossible a lot of the time because it's always someone else who's done it for you but um yeah so it's you know you do have to put a lot of work in to get noticed i think i think that's why potentially we do win the stuff that we do because we do put a lot of effort into the yeah, we do lose a lot as well yeah, of course. Like, it's just, they'll be like, oh, we yeah, love we that, but someone's coming half the price of you. Yeah, and, you're like, and that's fine because I'm like, well, I'm not willing to do all that work for half the price, so crack on. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. So it's the same as weddings again, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and that's why it's, it's good if a client says, and I always ask their budget, always, do you have what budget are you mm-hmm. working to? Are you happy to tell me how much you're, because then I can make sure that I'm maximizing what we're giving mm-hmm. to you for the budget and if they come in silly low I'll straight away just go there's no point because I don't want to put all that work in if I know yeah. that what they want I'm not willing to work for so yeah. so I mean some people go I don't really know at the moment and you know that's rubbish <laughs> but <laughs> you have to do yeah. it anyway so yeah, always yeah. Ask, I just think don't be scared to ask their budgets because you know you're trying to run a business at the end of the day and mm-hmm. what you're going to do for them is going to help them make money so This has been really good chat. There's some really good information in there for everyone. And sort of wrapping up, we always like to ask if you've got any book recommendations. So whether that's like something on branding or filmmaking, commercial work or unrelated, any book recommendations for our listeners? Um, yeah, the neighbours decided to put their music on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's all right. So I, I'm really rubbish when it comes to books. Um, <laughs> when I don't have, when I have free time, I'm usually reading kids' books. So the Buffalo is a good read. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But my book that I literally live my life by is The Secret. The Secret. Mm, the Secret. The Secret. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm... I honestly believe it like that's just me Steve doesn't oh. believe in any of it um but I really believe in that so that's yeah. you know something that sort of I always turn to if I'm like need a bit of guidance and I have an app on my phone that gives me a daily secret thought of the day um but yeah in terms of like books about branding and stuff I think the, the problem is it changes stuff changes so quickly as well so I do a lot of online resources rather than books um as such. okay but yeah the secret's my book that i in terms of business as a whole and what i want to achieve in life is the thing that i go to yeah cool we'll link that in the show notes <laughs> yeah absolutely steve do you have do you have any um alternatives um since you don't believe in in the secret <laughs> <laughs> i'm more of a, a youtuber to be honest uh right so yeah, oh, uh, okay i'm more of a kind of like you know researching up um, kind of other people who do commercial work um, and stuff on, on YouTube and, and kind of like learning that way, learning lighting and, and things like that, really. I'm not kind of like, um, 
Yeah, I don't. I don't really read. It's probably a, it's a bad thing, really. That but is, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you've never been a reader. But yeah, I'm not. I'm more of kind of a visual person. So if if there was mm-hmm. a, a setup that I really wanted to do and I wasn't too sure, I'd I'd Google it and, and watch a video about it rather than actually reading. Yeah, so a bit probably a bit yeah. rubbish for your section. Yeah. <laughs> no, I hey, I'm I'm with Steve. I am a, a YouTube kid all the way. I yeah. am not much of a reader. I get my information from podcasts and YouTube videos. Yeah. And we have had some other people who've recommended kids' books as well. Oh, love, yeah. Love to serve parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there's actually a really good um, podcast um, for kind of like um, just filmmaking and some commercial filmmaking as well. I think it's called The Wandering DP. Uh, the oh, Wondering I've heard of that okay. one. Yeah, yeah so that's uh, I listen to that quite a lot um, as well. Um, there's actually a few episodes on there which actually go into you know there's c- commercial work and and real high end American commercial work and how they approached it and how they filmed it and what lighting they used and what cameras. Um, so that's that's quite interesting. Yeah, very cool, man. Very cool. Well, guys, thank you very much for uh, for joining us today. Thank you very thank much you for having us. us. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, Steve. What's your thoughts? Are, are you are you a tech kind of guy? Um, YouTube seems to be ablaze with this Canon R five R six. Do you know what? <laughs> Don't get him started. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> so um, I actually got a, a Blackmagic Pocket six K just before everything happened. All right. the end of last year, and mm. um, I love the images out of it, but it's just it's just really a pain to use and it's a completely different shooting style to what I'm used to. And, and I saw the um, R5, R6 rumors and I was, I've just been looking forward to it for the last, I don't know, three or four months. And um, it come out and I was just like, yep, this is a camera I want to have. But then I see all the overheating problems that it seems yeah, to be yeah. having. And that's kind of put me back a little bit, but, um, but yeah, I've definitely got my eye on the, the Canon R5 and then you've got the A7S3 coming out this, this month as well, apparently. So I know it's, it's, as well. It's, yeah, it, well, what a great time to be a, a tech lover, honestly. It is, isn't it? Um, well, guys, thank you very much again for, for joining us. Uh, so so where can people find you online then? Don't mind. Um, unique Visuals is uniquevisuals.co.uk um, website and Be Inspired is beinspiredmedia.co.uk and Instagram's probably up. We don't really use Facebook, do we, anymore? No. Um, Instagram is uniquevisuals underscore wedding film photo. And Be Inspired is just Be Inspired Media. Awesome. Listeners, if you... Well, just just go like these guys. Um, they've got some great content out there. And uh, it's always good to show our support for fellow creatives. Yeah. And people can find us at Cinemate Films on all the socials and cinematefilms.co.uk. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, hit that subscribe button so you know when the next episode goes online. Leave a review. That is a massive help in order for us to grow the podcast. But if you don't want to do that, absolutely fine. Maybe just tell a friend. However, until next time, enjoy your life. (laughs) 